I'm super happy. Are you happy? Welcome to the BU Find Happy Podcast. Here you'll find tips and tricks to inspire you on your way to happiness, to live a courageous life of authenticity, and learn how to speak your truth with grace. I'm Michaela Johnson, and welcome to our podcast. changing and things are becoming crazier by the moment, but you can thrive and you can still experience happiness. If you like this podcast, please click subscribe. Your likes and comments really help this podcast stay as a top iTunes podcast. For more inspiration and happiness, make sure you check out the website, beyoufindhappy.com, B-E-Y-O-U, findhappy.com. It's okay, we are live. <laughs> okay, so I took some notes for the the first relaunch episode. Okay. Um, because traditionally this podcast has been pretty new agey. Oh, there's the air conditioner. Gosh, that feels nice. It does. I'm not like a huge fan of air conditioning. I don't want to go from 99 to, you know, 62. But it is nice when it's been 109 degrees to just kind of take the edge off. Right. So podcast relaunch. Um Instead of the themes being around self-help, the themes are going to be a little unorthodox and surrounding unself-helping. Okay. Because I feel like self-helping like almost destroyed me. Like trying to fix myself, thinking there was something wrong with me, going to every imaginable retreat, etc., was not the answer. No, it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we elaborate? Um, but, I mean, I just think that people get stuck in this idea that... Um, there's something wrong with them? Yeah, and that all these self-help, new-agey bullshit tactics are going to fix things. They never really fixed much for me, except me, except maybe, you know... I went to the bookstore to get a book on something else I discovered that was wrong with me. Right. That's the thing. And it's a nev- it's like a hamster wheel of like you're always chasing. I mean, the things that I would do, like I would do like crystals on my body in chakra locations to try to, you know, rebalance my energy and my chi and why are the animals being so fucking annoying right now because we were wanting them to be quiet is it murphy's law it's murphy's law i hate that guy <laughs> fucking hate that guy walter lay down good boy he actually did it for the first time in Never. His life. <laughs> okay so This is the thing. I really feel like the pandemic, I mean, I had to shut down the podcast because the pandemic was one of the most obnoxious, annoying things on the face of the planet that I had ever experienced. Totally obnoxious and ridiculous. I mean, of epic proportions to the point where I could not pretend the world was rainbows and butterflies while people are walking around suffocating themselves 
And I know some people listening are going to feel wildly offend, like offended by that. But I could no longer go along thinking like, we're going to talk about, you know, all this fluffy unicorn farts when there's this government regime that is literally dictating how you have to live your life. And I'm supposed to be like, be you, find happy by putting crystals on your chest and saying, ohm. Fuck no. Fuck no. The whole self-help bullshit, it just went out the window. Yep. And it became very evident during that amount of time in my life that it was really about these toxic relationships. It was really about people that I was trying to please, people that I was trying to live for, people that I was trying to like make happy. And I'm promoting this podcast that's like, Live a courageous life of authenticity and speak your truth with grace. Meanwhile, half the fucking population of the United States is like, let me bend over and you can ram something up my ass. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-huh. It just didn't feel like I could continue on that way anymore. Right. And so I spent the better portion of the past two years undoing all the helping that I did to myself. Mm -hmm. Like really taking a look at all of the things that I was convincing myself was wrong with me or convincing myself that I was bad and needed to improve or getting in touch with the collective consciousness. I didn't want to be any part of the collective consciousness for the past two years. No, the collective consciousness was cognitive dissonance. Like, literally lost their minds. They still are out of their minds. Right. And so it's like, oh, the division is the problem. No, actually, actually, I feel quite the opposite about division. I feel like division gives us an opportunity to reevaluate what we want in our lives. And you know what's funny? In sports... Right? There are two teams. Right. They have the same mission to win. Mm -hmm. They have the same mission to enjoy the game. Right. But they are divided. Right. There's one over here and there's one over here. And that's what makes that shit work. True. It would not be a game. It would not be a sport. It would not be anything if everybody was on the same team pretty true so i'm okay unless it's golf unless it's golf and then you're just fighting oh. yourself the whole time i i like a good day at the beach mm-hmm. you know in the sand bunker yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but i just think that you know we got we've we've gotten to this we had gotten to this place where it's like Everybody needs to live for everybody. You need to do what's for the greater good. What if the greater good is straight up off their rocker and is making me crazy? Then why would you follow them? Right. You wouldn't. You shouldn't. Shouldn't. Because then you're living a miserable life. Not happy. You know, if you really want to live and contribute to the greater good... You do your own thing. Do your own thing. Screw those guys. You do your own thing. Yep. Do what's best for you. Yep. Do what's best for your own immediate family. Yep. And, you know, 
ignore the rest of the shit. Well, don't ignore it. I want to rephrase that. Um, don't put it into perspective. Put it into perspective. Take take what you want and leave the rest. Right. And some people might think that is just some ass backwards thinking. But then I would challenge you: if you are that person that is saying you need to live for the greater good, how happy are you when somebody cuts you off? And then you get stuck at the red light and you're late for work. Are you glad that you were involved in the greater good of that person in that moment? Because that's a greater good, right? It's right. doing something with everyone else in mind at the expense of ourselves. Yep. The greater good means I forsake myself for the greater good. And we have heard this term many times in the past two years. You know, do something that goes against your religious rights or your medical freedom for the greater good. You know, you don't want to pay off your school loans, but I have to pay off your school loans with my taxes for the greater good. Never mind that you didn't even want to pay off your own school loans for your gender studies degree. Right. But you want me to pay them off for the greater good. It's for the greater good. Right? Like, what kind of... I mean, really. You should, you know, pay that student loan debt off for somebody else and be happy about and it. And be happy about it. Yeah. Don't complain. No. If you complain, you're a fascist. Right. And then you really need to think about what's wrong with you and why. If you're not happy about paying off someone else's school loan, there's something wrong with you and you probably need to go to a retreat yeah, and or, meditate on that. Mm-hmm. And think about the collective consciousness and think about, you know, one love. This, this is the world of self-help. Right. The world of self-help is a big ball of baloney that is really promoting the absolute forsaking of your sovereignty. And makes you crazy. And it makes you crazy. Because self-help by nature says you need to give up a part of you that you attach to. Because that's the broken part of you that needs fixing. Well, what if that piece of you that allegedly is broken and needs fixing is just fine? That's what I'm suggesting. That the best way to self-help yourself is to un-self-help yourself. Enough. Enough with all the things that you're trying to do to fix the broken you. Live the you that's broken. At your fullest possible expression of that broken version of you. Mm-hmm. Live life with reckless abandon, pure responsibility for self, and fuck the rest. Be graceful about it. That's it. I like that. You do? Yes. I'm going to check my notes because there were other things too. Um, the other things were, oh... Okay, this is the other part of this. <clears throat> One of the biggest things that I noticed with the, with the pandemic was it kind of gave us permission to say no to things that we no longer wanted to do. We had an excuse. Right. We had a really good excuse to not do certain things, right? To not hang out with certain people. But I think that it helped a lot by, by stripping off everything that everybody did to make their lives feel better. 
think it allowed people space to decide where they wanted to put their energy and where they didn't. You know, like, do I really like this job that I've been working in? Do I really like these people that live in my home? <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, um, Is and it if, possible that someone could blink that loudly? <laughs> and if I don't, and if I don't, what do I need to do to change it? And now I have the perfect excuse, right? Like people just used to go to work to their eight to five jobs and, you know, whatever, because that's what they thought they were supposed to be doing. It was the next right thing at the time, or it's what society told them they had to do. And suddenly they had permission to be like, nah, I don't think so. But I think the downside to the pandemic is that it allowed a lot of people to become victims. Like, I've never seen so much victim mentality in my life. Just the phrase, well, because of the lockdowns, who's locking you down? Who's holding you down? Who's telling you you cannot go to the grocery store? Your government? Since when do they decide? They don't. They are elected representatives. Not God. They're not leaders. They're not dictators. Not in this country, not yet. Nope. They're not even leaders. They're representatives. I mean, and the funny thing about that is if we were to really drill down on it and look at the machine that is the global elites, the machine that is the politics and the politicians and the people that are in the top half percent, you know, billionaires and things, they don't give a flying fuck about you. No, they don't. But they're going to convince you something's wrong with you and then they're going to tell you how to fix that. They're going to convince you that there's a deadly evil thing floating around in the air that you breathe and so you better suffocate yourself and stay home. And you're like, oh my God, there's something wrong. I need to help myself by listening to you and not doing what actually feels good to me. What are you thinking about? Do I sound crazy? No, no, not at all. I'm just... Just kind of thinking about the the craziness of the past, you know, two and a half years. Or is it going on three years now? I think it's almost going to be on three years. Um, come, come up on three years. Yeah, come yeah in January, December. March, or whatever, yeah. Um, but, you know, just the the stuff people would do that absolutely defied logic for something that was half as deadly as the flu. Right. And... You go, you go to the CDC website, and prior to them scrubbing all the useful information from the website, the CDC's own data showed that COVID was half as deadly as the flu. But somehow, everybody bought into the storyline and the narrative, and, um, you know, But I think this happens even in our homes, right? Your spouse convinces you that there's something wrong with you because they want you to behave a certain way. 
True. And so you start trying to fix yourself or trying to make it right or trying to, you know, whatever. Fit into the mold you're supposed to fit yes. into. Yes. And so I think that in general, I mean, the self-help industry like almost led me to my demise. Like I could not have self-helped more. One, I'm a psychotherapist. I have literally read every book on every subject. Not every book, obviously. Not literally, right? Figuratively, I've read every book on all these different subjects. I spent a decade trying to figure out what's wrong with me. I'm talking meditating, yoga classes, silent retreats, traveling across the globe to do these weird ritual things, you know, trying to talk to people. I didn't do plant medicine, but talking about plant medicine. I almost went to one of those ayahuasca things and like vomited. That's gross. I'm glad I didn't do that. But, you know, just everything to try to like make sense of the fact that I was just fucking unhappy. Just fucking unhappy. Why was I unhappy? Because I had a bunch of people in my life that were fucking assholes. Not because there was something fatally wrong with me. And you know what? Maybe those people in other relationships are lovely and wonderful. But to me, they were toxic. And the minute I was like, wait a minute, fuck this shit. I'm done. All of a sudden I can make decent decisions and I can take steps forward in career paths and things that I've wanted to do. And I can, oh, go get a pilot's license and whatever else. Mm Mm-hmm. The minute I stopped trying to fix myself, myself fixed. It's amazing. Yeah. It's weird. It's totally weird. How does that happen? I don't know. We're going to drill down on that in this podcast. That's what we're going to try to do. We're going to try to break it down into very tangible, manageable, how to un-self-help yourself. The other thing I wanted to touch on real quickly is how, you know, when you start being successful, how every, it seems there are very few people that actually cheer you on. I felt that. It seems more that they want to see your downfall. Like they want to see you face plant. That's more entertaining than you being successful. Also, I think because if you're successful, they feel like some sort of, failure because they're not doing something in their life and so therefore they take it out on you and your success rather than like just stepping up and actually doing something with their lives this is the victim thing that i didn't finish saying Mm -hmm. right like this is what i've seen the most of the past two years is that people love to woe is me yep that is the fucking excuse to not do anything in your life is because oh woe is me you know, this thing is happening to me, blah, blah, blah. Where did we become a society of people who are so weak? I mean, emotionally, we are a very weak population. That is true. Okay, I think that was everything that I wanted to talk about. Did you want to talk about anything? Mm-mm. I think the biggest takeaway is also like live more humanly and lessen technology because technology is a fucking crock of shit. 
it's not real life. It is fake life. True. Whatever is on your social media is a fabrication of what people want you to see, whether it's funny, sad, or whatever. Whatever is coming out of your television is literally put on as a Hollywood production. Yes, I mean your news. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And lastly, don't associate with people or things that drain your energy. And then people could say like, well, that's really rude. Like, that's just going to shut everybody out. Okay. Okay. What's so wrong about that? Nothing wrong with that at like, all. Like, if you cannot live within a healthy relationship as a healthy relationship, then get the fuck out of it. Don't waste your life. Woe is me about your situation. Change it. You have the power to fix it. And the other part of that is that I think is really important is that, you know, if you're relying on other people, you need to figure out how to stop relying on other people. Grow a tomato. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. just do one thing. Just one thing. You don't have to, like, immediately stop entirely relying on anything or anyone but just start to not be so reliant on people i think that's why we got ourselves into this mess yeah i think you're right because people are so reliant on the government etc etc yeah they're relying on somebody else to do so much for them that they literally will do whatever they're told so this is the thing it's either be told or do the telling Mm-hmm. Be told or do the telling. Which which end of that do you want to be on, really? I want to be somewhere in the middle where it's like, you know, free and independent thought. I like that. Um, deductive reasoning, critical thought, thinking. Um, making up your own mind of what's good and safe or not. I like that. It's really good. So... There were, there's, there's all these guests already lined up and podcasts already recorded and booked for the future. Um, but it didn't feel right to just kind of start without having this conversation. So thank you. You're welcome. For being a sounding board while I feel like my energy level is very like different than it would have been if we tried this a couple of hours ago. Yeah. It's a lot more mellow than it would have been a couple hours ago. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Probably neither here nor there. You know what? It is what it is. It is what it is. It's neither here nor there. It is what it is. And it doesn't really matter because this is the time in which it ended up working out. Well, there we go. There we go. This has been a BU Find Happy podcast. For more inspiration, check out the links.